You're tuned to the sounds of R-F-A-T. Yo, what's good? It's me, your daddy, Roberto. It's Adam Pecora here. Welcome to another exciting tantalating i say tantalating a lot and what well you know what a great descriptive word for this show welcome to requiem for a tuesday um we got a lot to get into today i'm very excited first things first Uh, uh. i was opening a year but it was hard i thought i could do it right away and then uh, (laughs) my goyim fell out um, but yeah, rfat.pickcartel.com, cop some merch, we got some good stuff on there, we got nice little baggies, going on your picnics this summer, you know, you need a little baggy, a little swaggy baggy, show all the honeys you be flossing, uh, pens, stickers, what else do we got, there's pins, you like flair, you work at TGI Fridays, spruce it up. Ooh, I will say, what a missed reference when I was talking about Jennifer Aniston movies. Forgot Office Space. But, you know, not that, like, that could have been anybody. And that's pretty much true for all Jennifer Aniston roles. It's like, yeah, that could have been somebody else, and this movie would not be any worse. You know? The Breakup is probably her best movie, like, for her. It's not the best movie she's in. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Please rate, review, subscribe to the show. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We got a YouTube channel. Got some video stuff on there. Not a lot, but all the episodes are there in audio form. Uh, A couple other things as well. And yeah, there's music. I make music. I do stuff. I have fun. All linked in the description below. Everything I just listed. Please check all that stuff out. You know, I'm out here making making stuff, making things, not content. We don't use that word around here. Exponential growth only. Don't forget that. Content is for Marvel and OnlyFans. That's it. We don't use that. Marty Scorsese doesn't make content. You know, and I don't either. And that's that. <laughs> um speaking of content what the main story is going to be today at some point when we get there uh just wrapped up last night as of this recording mayor of east town i have a lot of thoughts so we're going to dive into those thoughts that's going to be fun um but at release time asterisk i'll technically be a week late but i'm doing it fresh it just ended last night in fact there's going to be spoilers so it's probably better that this is coming out a week later anyway uh because then we can cover all bases like if you haven't caught up a week after the finale then i don't know what to tell you you know what i mean you got you watch one episode a day after the finale you're good so that's going to be a thing um, but yeah, just a reminder for present day peoples that, uh, it's banked. So we're hitting the road, baby. Just no road sodas this time. 
I do got to say, people have been asking me, oh, hey, Adam. And I'm like, hey, guy or gal, whichever you may be. They say, oh, I know you're the Vax daddy. And you got the juice. You be getting shot up. I got tetanus. I got smallpox. I got polio. I got COVID. You know what I mean? I got them all. So they come to me and they're like, oh, what are the side effects? Right? They want to know because it's scary. I get it. Taking a leap of faith. And I looks them in the eyes and I says to them, I says, you know, your arm's a little sore. Don't make the same mistake I did. You know, use your non-dominant arm. Because um, that'll really... It'll be a lot worse if you use your good arm. And you would think that that would be common knowledge and logic. But no, it didn't even cross my mind. I was like, yep, this is the way the chair's facing. So I'll just sit down. Learned, though. You know, fool me once. Classic uh, catchphrase there. And then, you know, as long as you can manage a little shoulder soreness, you should be all right. You know, second dose, I got a, I got the night sweats. I was cold, shivers, wet. It wasn't pleasant, but, you know, a couple nights, that was it. Three, maybe. And then we're good. But there is one major side effect that I have noticed coming in in the long term. So this is just my PSA to all you peoples out there. Thinking about your health. Because boy, oh boy, man, oh man. Ever since shot number two, my Biden special, as time goes on, I just feel more and more an increasing and increasing amount of patriotism coursing through my veins. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Okay? And... I'm thrilled. You know what I mean? I just keep finding myself hyping up the good old U.S. of A. Not that anything has really changed. I can basically explain why. So, you know, we're the laughing stock of the entire world for four years. Pretty rough. You know, it's embarrassing. You keep looking at the news. It's like, oh, come on. Give me a break. You know what I mean? Like, it's like going to the mall with your mom. And she's like, look at these pants, you know, and it's like, Jesus Christ, you know, (laughs) is that just me? Anyway, so (laughs) that was brutal and we're finally out of that. And, you know, the COVID stuff wasn't going well. That was also, you know, kept kept more and more just the embarrassment, just mounting and mounting. You're trapped in your house. It's like, come on, you know, this is pretty rough, you know, and then all of a sudden. Things start clicking into place. You get you get somebody with some cachet in there making all the right moves at all the right times. Things are looking pretty great, you know, kind of crushing it right now. And now look at everybody else. Oh, hey, can we have some medicine, please? And you know what I say? I say, fuck them. They all just come crawling back. Look who needs help all of a sudden. No, thank you. That's right. I'm fucking repping my boys now. We're back. You know what I mean? Y'all want to shit on us? I don't think so. Not anymore. (laughs) The powerhouse is here, baby. 
Canada's finding these grave sites of kids. I'm like, bring it on. Love it. I mean, I don't. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, score another one for us. Like, we just keep, we're getting these W's now. Just so many L's, L after L. It's been so rough. And now I love to see these W's coming in. And I'm a Fairweather fan. That's just what it is. Because, <laughs> you know, you got you got to root for something. You know what I mean? We got festivals coming back. That's what I'm thinking about. Y'all are out here like, oh, can, can we please have the patents? No, I wouldn't give them to them either. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Where were y'all? <laughs> you know what I mean? Where was everybody else? Nobody was helping us. Boy, oh boy, did we need it. Love to be back. Right on top. Right where we belong. You know? <laughs> Let's go. I'm ready. It's going to be a great decade. <laughs> That's the declaration that I'm making right here, right now. I'm feeling it. I got the mate. I got the red, white, and the blue. <laughs> By my side at all times. And people just don't want to embrace it. It's really sad. You know, I saw an article on AV Club the other day. I don't know why I still have the tab saved. Like, I'm going to go back to that site. It's so horrific. It used to be so good. You know, it used to be fun. Good movie reviews and such. Boy, it just really has taken a turn. This headline, I'm going to paraphrase, but, like, not by much. Like, I want you to know that when I'm paraphrasing this... It's pretty close. I just don't know it verbatim, right? But this headline was like, vaccinated people allowed to go to AMC and also liars. And it's like, why are you fucking whining? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Could you imagine just sitting around and just wanting to narc on people that bad or just like caring that much? It's like, dude, I mean, I know I said this on the last one, but it just keeps happening. It's like, dude. If you're good, you're good. It's just like, why do you care? If somebody else is lying, let them lie. <laughs> you know, I mean, doesn't affect you anymore. Never did. I mean, it, I guess it kind of could have, right? That was the whole thing. But it's just like, fuck. For people that hate cops, y'all really want to just be cops about everything all the time. It's pretty awful. I saw this sign... It was like a written poster and marker. It was just like, fuck bipartisan this and whatever. And like a list of things that are like, fuck half of the entire country. And it's like, well, you should probably think about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, what? Is this like your Antifa poster? Because that's not what that those words mean. It's like, it was the least rational thing I've ever seen. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to get behind that. I don't know what you think you're promoting, but you're not. <laughs> it's crazy. We're back. You know what I mean? Let's let the flags fly. Fuck it. You know, what's it going to take? We going to need another 9-11? Can't we just like. Can we just use the let's use the twentieth anniversary as fuel? Let's just remember what that was like. Let's bring let's reel it in. All right, we gotta wrap it up quick. You know what I mean? It's like um, 
It's like I recently referenced, like the Entourage series finale. It's like, oh shit, it's over? Fuck, what are we doing? Or Dexter, for that matter. Don't even get me started on that piece of shit. (laughs) They're bringing that back. They put a little teaser. And it's like, I don't know. The ending of that show was the one. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Probably. At least like a thing where there was like a serious faithful attempt at like, we're going to crush it. We're going to blow people away. And they were like, everybody. I remember all the reports because it was a big deal. You know, there's a bunch of articles coming in. It was a relatively popular show, especially for Showtime. I mean, it was the number one, I believe. And they're like, I think we nailed it. (laughs) I think the fans are going to be thrilled or whatever. You know what I mean? Like everything along those lines. And it's just like, well, first of all, the last two seasons haven't been good. So I'm doubtful. And then. Wow. That whole thing was atrocious. That whole last season, the finale. Just goes against everything. (laughs) It's so bad. And I think like the reports. I guess there's nothing confirmed anymore. This was all like the initial speculation. It was like when they were even just like in talks of doing it. But they were like. Yeah it might just be a reboot. Where we just like do our own thing with the character. Because like it's originally based on books. And I read the books. And they're good. I have two left technically in the series. I don't I don't know if I'll ever get there to be honest. I'm disappointed in myself for it. Because they're good. They're consistently good. Like if you compare it to the show. It uh, outranks it. In like front to back. Like, But the peaks of the show are obviously way higher. Um, the show only copies the first book for the first season, and then it goes on its own anyway. But, yeah, it might be set in, like, a completely different place, and it might not be, like, related, like, a continuation of the end of the last show, which is, like, no, you have to redeem that. You can't just be, like, oh, we fucked up so bad, we're gonna start over, but, like, same guy. It just makes it complicated. So I hope that that's not the case. Uh, Because, I mean, I'm going to give it a shot. I have to. That was, like, my favorite show in high school. It was, like, as I was... And I was reading the books at the same time. I was actually watching that show through original Netflix. So, it was one disc at a time. So, I could only watch, like, three episodes. Because we only got one disc. We had, like, the basic tier. And so, I'd watch three episodes. And then it would take, like, six days total for me to get the next one. It was tough. You kids, kids don't get it. (laughs) but then you know eventually I caught up and I was live and then it was just Jesus it was just so sad to like to like imagine you start breaking like I kind of did this with Breaking Bad I started Breaking Bad right after season four ended so I watched like the last two seasons live incredible like the greatest moments in television like I'd never had that feeling I remember being out with a group of my friends like we got in to our car like we packed into like two cars and drove so we wouldn't miss the episode it was like the third to last or something it was just like what a time pure magic anyway (laughs) like imagine you do that and then the fifth season is just horrific like you watch all of this it's like some of the best tv you've ever seen up to that point in your life at least 
And even in time, like Dexter was really, really good at the time. And it was buzzing and it was huge. And then as soon as you're caught up, the first season you watch is just like dog shit. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. I, I it, it it was very personal for me. I took it I took it very personally. But it's just it's like when you talk when people talk about like the Seinfeld ending being bad, which I've mentioned, like I don't understand that at all. Like the Dexter and like if you compare it to the Dexter ending, it is Citizen Kane. It is the Godfather. I mean I can't, it's like, have you, it's like they used one of those bot algorithms to write a Dexter, like, twist. They use, like, M. Night Shyamalan plus every Dexter script. And they, like, algorithmed just, what a dog shit. Like, it looked shitty, too. Like, the show, like, lost all of its production value as it went on, too. It was wild. Like, usually a show's budget will go up over time. Most of it's, like, to cast. Um, or just, like, it'll, like, jump basically jump the shark and try to be, like, more extreme and it'll lose story, you know, much like a sequel. But I, I just, I don't know. How can you recover? They would have to... That's the thing. It's like, no matter how good the next version is, I don't know why I'm going on a Dexter rant right now. I didn't really plan this, but it's fine. No matter how good the next version is, this is the last thing I'm going to say. It's just like, however long it runs, it could be one of the best shows you've ever seen and an improvement in every way over the original. Unless they do a great ending to it, whenever it ends, it doesn't count because that's what they have to make up for. The show being really really good at its peak and then like you know kind of slumping over time whatever it was just on too long that happens but the ending is unforgivable so that like the redemption of that is almost impossible so we're gonna move on there's a little dexter for you uh again again i I take it very seriously (laughs) it hurts me what they did like you couldn't like ask the book author to come back I don't know. Just everything about it. He just carries her out of a hospital during a hurricane? Like what? He abandons his son? He would never do that. It's like... Terrible. But I mean, speaking of character motive, questionable character motivations... Guess who's a nitpicker? Here we go. It's time. We're going to go through it. The new HBO sensation. It's time for Mayor of Easttown. We're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, starring Kate Winslet, who... I just have to say, like, multiple times throughout watching this, I thought to myself, she's a national treasure. And then I was like, oh my god. She's British or whatever. She's not even fucking American. She's that good. You know what I mean? It's like I'm aware I'm watching Kate Winslet, you know, always, no matter what. But, I, you know, she do, I do genuinely forget that she's not American. She is so believably American. Like, she has the mannerisms and, like, all the 
She's just she's good at being the sloppy lady. I don't know what it is, but she's good at having a ponytail and a greasy face and being kind of believable. Um, I don't really know how to attack this because this show. I mean, I talked about it with top five, interestingly, in the last episode. It casts a lot of net. Has a wide net, a lot of loose uh, threads. There we go. That's that's what I'm thinking of. A lot of train tracks crossing, n- noodling around, and a lot of it doesn't work for me. But a lot of it is great, and I'm being vague. Again, there's going to be spoilers, so we're going to dive in. I might need notes, but I'm excited. Okay, so Mayor of Easttown. Here we go. First things first, I was asking my buddy Juan, shout out to Juan the other day. I was like, oh, have you watched Mayor of Easttown? Because, you know, I was hearing a buzz, hearing a buzz, kept seeing it on HBO, you know, getting plugged, saw a couple people talking about it on pods, you know, whatever, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, oh, what is that, about a horse? And I was like, what? <laughs> Uh, didn't even know that a mare is technically a female horse, like an adult one or a teen one or whatever. Some kind of aged, a certainly aged female horse. Didn't know that. Uh, it is. It has nothing to do with a horse. <laughs> if anyone thought it maybe had something to do with a horse, because you know more words than me, um, that would be technically a good guess, but no. Just so you know, it's just a woman named Mare, which it is misleading. It doesn't it doesn't look right. And it's it. The title seems like it would be like a Downton Abbey Mare of Easttown, you know, and also like it sounds like you're telling people it's mayor of Easttown. So. Not a great title, I just got to say. Not a fan. It, like, wants to be John from Cincinnati. Which, by the way, I mentioned I got the DVD and I was like, I'm going to watch it and then probably talk about it. Haven't watched it. Um, tough sell, I got to say. I, I, I was expecting this, like, whole other thing just based on what it's described as. And it's kind of just not that good. So far, I mean, I don't know. I'll, I've only I only watched like the first episode, but it wasn't very good. <laughs> so, uh, it might just be bad, and that's why it is what it, it was and whatever. But anyway, so Kate Winslet. I mean, I've been I said this in the run up on the last one. Basically, been in love with her my entire life. I mean, Titanic. You don't need to say anything. Eternal Sunshine, you don't need to say anything. She was great in Contagion. She's great in fucking everything. Here, you want to go down a list of Kate Winslet's? Let's go down a list of Kate Winslet's real quick. I'm just going to go through the ones that I see where I'm like, oh my god, can you even fucking believe it? Okay, Heavenly Creatures, still haven't seen it, but I mean, come on. Uh, Titanic, obviously. I don't even know a lot of these, so I mean, she's in a lot of shit. Jesus, she was in Finding Neverland? Didn't even know that. Never saw it. Flushed Away? Come on. That was okay. Uh, Revolutionary Road? That was a big deal because it was like their reunion thing. 
Steve Jobs. She was so good in Steve Jobs. Very underrated movie. That movie's like a fucking masterpiece. I absolutely love it, especially as a Steve Jobs guy. Um, and I mean, come on, how do you how do you compare to Kate Winslet? She is just absolutely beautiful and just an unbelievable actress. She completely morphs into whoever she is every single time. You can't really tell. I will say, so my biggest thing about this is just that we're supposed to believe that Kate Winslet, who looks like Kate Winslet, just like without makeup. I did quotes as I did that. Because, I mean, I assume that everybody on any high-profile show is covered in makeup, even when their look is no makeup. So, either way, her look is no makeup, and we're supposed to believe that she's just, like, slamming cheesesteaks and drinking brews, throwing them back, just nonstop, but she looks like Kate Winslet. You know what I mean? It's just like, come on. Never exercises once. Because, so what this show, the basic concept of this show, I didn't even really mention it, is she's a detective in Easttown, Pennsylvania, which I think is outside of Philly? Maybe it's outside of Pittsburgh. I don't know. It's small town Pennsylvania. And it's like a little town. Everybody knows everybody. So that's the thing. It's like the quintessential Midwest thing. This is trying to like portray what that's like. But... The Pennsylvania version, which is like mining and like grimy and it's shitty. Pennsylvania's shitty from what I gather. <laughs> Not that anywhere is great, I guess. But I mean, come on, Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like I said, there's a lot of threads. So her personal life is a mess. But the overall thing that is going on during this is a teen mom gets murdered now that's the central thing of this and while that is happening she's also investigate has been investigating another girl in town who had been missing for a year that girl's mom has cancer because of course she gets better though so i mean good i'm glad that they just like didn't plow that down but which made sense because she got her. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So she's doing all that, dealing with her family, dealing with all this. And then it just gets into the lives of everybody in town. Da, 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 da. So this show tries to be a lot of things. It's like Twin Peaks. Like this show has the basic exact beats 100% of Twin Peaks. It's like. Detective in a small town gets help from a greater police service. In this case, it's not the FBI because it's in town murders, but like a county sheriff joins um, young girl dead naked in the water. Uh, I mean, it goes on and on like there's multiple murders. Is it are they connected? There's. Well, I'll I'll get to them as I come across them, I guess. But like, 
on so many levels, it's just like a direct ripoff of Twin Peaks in so many ways. Like the best friend and all the other high school people are withholding certain information to try to protect them slash investigate themselves. It's just like every single thing across the board, which is fine. I mean, one of the greatest shows of all time is in my top five. Get it? Top five reference. Listen to last week's episode. Um, but it is in my top five, obviously. Uh, <laughs> it it tries to be a little like it's a little bit. It tries to be a little bit funny. It tries to be like True Detective. It tries to be Cobra Kai with like its teen thing, which I'll get into. It's a fucking disaster. It just tries to be like a little bit of everything. And I will say, while it doesn't accomplish most of those, uh, that's not true. It's good when it's a thriller. It's good when it's a comedy. It's not great at anything else. The drama stuff is bad. The positive, I guess, stuff is ferociously bad. Um, It just tries to do too much, but it never fails at being entertaining. So, like, overall, I like this show, and it was a success, I would say. I mean, obviously, it was literally very successful, but... Like, I guess I don't know what it was trying to accomplish, but it kept me entertained. So it nailed that, which is probably first and foremost. But just like as a story, a lot of things that happen don't make any sense. And it's just like crazy (laughs) because it tries to build this world of this town. And you're like, it's like tries to do a thing where like, oh, it shows you the lives of everybody and every character, which in turn should mean that like you get to know people. But then like nobody behaves how you would expect them to then after that. So it's like, why did we do this? Um, I think it suffers from being like two episodes too long because everything just kind of unravels at the end. Um, and um, I'm just going to have to dive in. There's no way to keep tiptoeing around it. So let's go cast first. Um, Jean Smart, she was excellent, like excellent, excellent, who was also crushing it in, I briefly mentioned, Hacks, which I might do when the season's over, because that show's great. If you're not watching Hacks, go watch Hacks also. Um, fucking Roy from The Office, who has aged 40 years since his role in that show. Uh... (laughs) But he was really good, so he's gotten better at acting. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, Guy Pierce, who I don't like because Memento is bad, but he was in it. We'll get into him. He played the only guy in town who understands that Kate Winslet is hot. Somehow, like the only two people in this entire show that are attracted to Kate Winslet are from out of town. And that's supposed to be, I guess, because like everyone in town is sick of her bullshit. Because that's the thing, right? Mare's this like, oh, she's such a difficult, tough, hard headed lady. She's the detective who just don't quit. And people are like, Mare, come on, Mare. I'll get into that. But so that's what we're supposed to believe. Um, and the detective from out of town who you may not know, 
I don't even know his fucking name, but he was the best friend and never backed down. A very, 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 very underrated movie about MMA <laughs> that I have always loved. So shout out to that guy. He gets shot in the head at some point. Again, I told you there was spoilers. Okay, so anyway, episode at a time. So you learn all that stuff about Mare, basically. Everybody's shitting on her. The news is going crazy because they haven't found that girl in a year. And she's like, I'm working hard. And they're like, it's not about you, Mare. And she's like, you're literally yelling at me saying I'm incompetent. (laughs) And she's like, I just want my daughter back, though. And it's like you can see both sides. But nobody else does. Everybody's just like, Mare's the worst. The whole time. And so what what gets revealed kind of piece by piece? That's the thing. They try to do like so many tropes of modern television that just don't work within the family. So like what gets revealed over time is that Mare's son. I'm going to try to do all these threads. I'm going to have to speak. I'm going to have to try to piece it together. So Mare's son, uh, he just had like a bunch of like mood disorders and stuff and then became like a drug addict and they like show all that and then he eventually killed himself. So that's like the big reveal. And then they reveal that like the daughter found him and I'll get to that. But so like Mare hasn't ever really recovered from that. It split up their family. They got divorced. The husband lives in the back, like across the yard. He moved in and lives with some lady. And everybody's just like, oh, look at Mare. She's a piece of shit. And it's just like, what did she ever do? Right? And they reveal like, oh, she pushed everyone away. But it's like her kid killed themselves. And everybody just like treats her like garbage. So that never really adds up. She's like a little rude. They act like there's a couple times when she like uses people, but it's like for investigation. It's never for like any personal gain. So this weird thing where like everybody just hates this chick, it's pretty wild. Like even her mom and her daughter, like there nobody has any empathy for her ever. And it makes no sense because like All anybody ever acknowledges is how much she's been through. But, like, nobody ever has any inkling of, like, respect for her or anything. Everybody treats her like dirt the whole time. And it makes no sense because the show is also, like, it wants it to be, like, oh, look at what... She's supposed to be this, like, great detective, apparently, because she solves all these crimes single-handedly, basically. And in the first episode, so... This is where it's like true detective-y and like Twin Peaks-y. They show the girl leading up to her death and it's brutal. Like her dad like beats the shit out of her. Her baby daddy treats her like shit. And the girl dating the baby daddy is like, why are you texting my man? And she's like, that's the father of my son. So like we need to be in touch. And she's like, I'll fucking kill you. And it's like. Okay, you know, I've watched enough Springer to know that this is actually pretty realistic, (laughs) so I'll let this slide. And then they go to meet out in the woods, because I guess, you know, when you're a scumbag in Pennsylvania, you hang out in the woods. I I buy it, I guess. 
And they basically, they catfished this single mom with an abusive father because she was texting her man. And then they beat the shit out of her. Like, the dude is there. And it's just like, why would anybody do this? You know, this is pretty wild. Um, And then she wanders off into the woods and gets murdered. And it's like, oh, what happened? Right? So it's supposed to be this, like, grave mystery. Like, how do we uncover it? But then... Very little detail is put into solving it, I feel like, because, I don't know, like, True Detective's whole thing was like, how did you solve this murder? And then Mayor of Easttown just, it's like, okay, this murder happened, but then it's like, okay, let's dive into, like, nine other personal familial things. And it just disconnects. So, okay, they're good friends with, like, their neighbor. Or not neighbor, but just like Mayor's best friend has a daughter with Down syndrome, a son who is like hiding something and has like anger problems, and then like the dad had previously cheated on the mom. And it's just like, this is it. Like, that's the thing. It's like, how many million little things? Like, how is it everyone in this town's lives are this complicated? Like, every single person has been through so much shit in this town. And they try to make it all seem like it's very essential to the story. And a lot of it is just like really useless things that they just threw in there because they had a bunch of characters. Right? Like, for example, okay, so like, Mare's daughter, this is a perfect example of, like, a character that would normally be accused of being underwritten, but then you see why that they would be underwritten, because they're useless, right? So this girl is the only one, basically in the entire town, with a level head who isn't a complete fucking mess, right? She... What they reveal that she later on that she walked in on her brother like she found him hanging she was traumatized by that because she got drunk once and cried and then that was it and she got over it really quick and she showed no signs of it affecting her beforehand also so basically this is what bothers me about this show like these these two plot this plot line specifically it's the worst in the show because okay so her daughter is a lesbian which is fine but again she's the only character in the whole show who has her shit together so she's like she's in a band who is somehow playing all these gigs and they're playing like live on the radio and she's the one who like has it all together everyone else in the band is a complete fuck up and the radio dj just starts hitting on her And they start going out and they have this like perfect relationship with like unbelievable communication and like smiles and attraction. And she's like, oh, I have connections at Berkeley. I could get you into Berkeley. And then she's like, oh, I don't want to leave you. And she's like, oh, baby, I wouldn't hold you back. And it's just like all this like magic and like perfectness. And it just drives me insane because it's just like. Why? Why would this be the most put together person? Like she would have the most to go through. You know what I mean? Like of all the things everybody's going through in this town. And the plot, again, it has nothing to do with the story ever. It's like, just so you're up to date with the daughter. And it turns into this 
it turns into like Riverdale. Or like I said, like Cobra Kai, like it literally reminds me of the dialogue that people that are dating on Cobra Kai have. Like that's how these two chicks talk to each other. And my complaint is just that it doesn't fit into the show at all. Like this is a detective show about murders. And so it's like, why are we doing this weird teen romance thing that literally like never has any drama in it at all, really? Like she has an ex that shows up to their house at one point and like lies and says that she knew about it. Right. And then she sees her walk in with her new girl and freaks out, knocks the grandma down. And then there are no repercussions from it. You think like, oh, maybe the grandma's going to have like brain damage now. No. It was like a bit. And it was like, oh, so this did this was for nothing. It literally never links back into the plot at all. Um, and it's also just like, it's like, how woke can we be? Like, we need a woke storyline, right? Because this whole, I mean, it, it is, it's like a scumbag town. It's trying to show, like, how the opioid epidemic has hit, like, rural and suburban America. Because um, it opens, I'm bouncing all over the place, I know, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm trying to nitpick the main points that I don't, <laughs> that really irked me first. I want to get that out of the way. And so, yeah, there's like, they show that there's like people on heroin, people having pill issues. That's why like the girls that went missing, um, they like were normal girls who fell into opioid addiction, who started like tricking for cash, you know, the old true story. Or whatever. Tried and true. And so it's depicting all that stuff, right? And then, like, I don't know. You know, it's just a bunch of, like, trashy people. But then it's like, oh, look, the lesbian girl's got all her shit together. But, but, like, she has no reason to have her shit together. Her entire family's a disaster. You know? I get it. that like, But, like, Mare is the strong one. That's the thing. It's not like she's weak or, like, a bad... She's kind of a bad mom, to be honest. She's not really there for her kids at all. Right. And that's like the worst thing about her, I would say. But like the relationship is clearly fucked up and da 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 da. But she's like so like level headed and perfect. And it's just like, look at how we write these great LGBTQ characters. And it's just like, this doesn't make any sense, you know? And then they have the. I brought up the character with Down syndrome, right? Because. Like, you know, that's nice, I guess. Yeah, people have Down syndrome, representation. But there's a scene where she is walking through a cafeteria and this dude just starts throwing shit at her. And it's like, yeah, maybe that happens, but there's no situation where, like, an entire group of people is, like, laughing at that and then, like, nobody's doing anything. You know what I mean? Like, even when I was in high school... If somebody, like, was fucking with anybody mentally challenged, like, somebody would yell at them back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't let that shit stand. And there's no way that an entire cafeteria would look on. And basically all I'm saying is, like, all that the show did was, like, throw a bunch of shit at a mentally challenged girl on camera. It, like, doesn't show anything or accomplish anything. And then, like, the a crazy, like, one of the... Like, the friend's kid, who I mentioned earlier, who is her brother, beats the shit out of the kid with a tray. 
And it's like, yeah, he should. This isn't good. So like, I'm glad that that happened. And like, but like, what was this scene for? Because they used it as a thing of like, look at this kid's emotional outburst. And his mom was like, why did you do that? Is your dad cheating on me again? And he's like, yeah. And it's like, what? Why wouldn't you just be like, I beat, like, regardless of whether or not you're emotional right now, how about I beat the shit out of that kid for fucking with my mentally challenged sister? You know what I mean? It's just like, none of that made any sense to me. I was watching, I was like, holy shit. But literally every time any of the relationship stuff happens, I was like, I would out loud be like, this is awful. Like, this is terrible. It was like, it would, the show would go from HBO quality, intense, suspense, crime detective work and then it would switch to a cw show and it's just like did they just feel like how do we make this every type of thing like were you condemned to try to make this to make mayor of east town appeal to like a millennial audience as well like make this some kind of crossover hit because there's a b plot about a lesbian couple it's just like come on I'm just saying, like, you want it to be about representation or whatever. It's like, as a guy with a lesbian sister and a Down syndrome cousin, I don't know if that's an appropriate way to say that. It sounded bad. I'm sorry. She's great. It's just like, I can say that that's not how it went for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't line up with how my sister's experience went. I can tell you that. Wasn't that easy. (laughs) She's definitely, she wasn't like super well adjusted at 16 and didn't also go through, you know what I mean? It's just like, just putting it in there and then making them great and writing them like any, you know what I mean? It just doesn't accomplish what you're trying to do. And also isn't the whole thing like, don't, shouldn't that type, those type of people be involved? Not, Not that I know anything about the people who made it, but I'm pretty sure it's just created by some white guy. You know, I don't know any details about him or what his stat. You know what I mean? But it's just like, what are we doing here? This is all unnecessary. This is supposed to be a show about finding these. Because, like, the daughter is never, like, in danger or involved in any way. And they, like, try to mislead you and think, like, oh, maybe it could be this guy or that guy. But then they, like, debunk it really quick. And it's like... Okay, I don't really understand what you're going for here. They, like, want you to think it's this guy, but then they're like, oh, wait, no, it's definitely not that guy. Whereas, like, a thing like Twin Peaks was like, oh, it literally could be anybody, and we're going to give you a bunch of reasons to think it's everybody. And I feel like this show, like, wanted to do that, but then they would just squash it all instantly. So I don't know. And then, so, like, the new detective comes into town, and they investigate the scene um, at the park. They get a bunch of dogs to sniff ballistics because they found a finger there from the girl. So it's like, okay. Also similar to, like, finding an ear in Blue Velvet. It's just like, come on, guys. You know, make it a little less clear. I don't know. Um... But yeah, then she find. of course, Mare does it herself. Like, why did she need the dogs? I don't know. Because they, like, found the area of the bullet, and then she solves it. They're like, we've been here for five hours. And, of course, five hours in, Mare just working hard. It's just like, is this believable? I don't know. Hard to say. 
but it's just like that seems to be pretty great detective work that nobody's appreciative of again <laughs> just the other guy again like just the guy from out of town he's the only one who's like damn she's like incredible do you guys not get this <laughs> and yeah so that was the other side story about her other guy so she meets a writer at a bar and he's like you're fucking kate winslet like you're one of the most beautiful women on earth and she's like, fuck you, let me get a cheesesteak, I'm in Philly. And it's like, okay, <laughs> Kate Winslet. But, yeah, they end up dating and whatever. But, like, kind of. Like, they never really commit to it being a plot line. Where she's like, I'm dating a guy, no I'm not. And then he's just, like, not in two episodes. And then she's just like, sorry, I blew you off. And she's like, oh, we didn't even like cover that in the show. I was like, yeah, how does this even make sense? Because she accepted a date with another guy on the same night, right? And you're like, oh, are they going to like meet? Is this going to be like an awkward thing where she gets confronted? And it's like, oh, look at Mare sabotaging again. And it's just like, no, they just don't acknowledge it. It's just weird holes like that. And then... So eventually, so this is what bothers me about a lot of these detective shows. Eventually, the solution is just like some witness comes forward that never did before. And I guess the thing is like eventually they look down all the right places until they knew what they were looking for. But it just seemed like, oh, all of a sudden, here's a witness. And it's just like, oh, well, now we've solved the case. And it's like, oh, so it's just over like that. It's just weird to me. Like, there's never, I don't know, I feel like in a detective show, especially when it's just, like, trying to, it's, like, four or five episodes of you, like, trying to figure this out with the context of this case is already a year old, there should be, like, a build and build and then, like, an aha eureka moment. But literally, they're just, like, this girl is, like, yep. I don't know. All of a sudden, they find a guy with a van who kidnapped the girls and they just reveal that the girls are there and that they found the house. Like there's no suspense. Like, is this maybe the guy you just know instantly that they're at the right place. And then you also know that there's two episodes left. You know what I mean? Like they basically did what happens at the end of true detective. When there's the big confrontation, they did that in episode five of seven. And there was still, like, some more story to be told, but, like, this is a thing that had been going on to until before the show had even started. It was a big reason why there's animosity towards the main character, and they just, like, solve it real quick. And the partner, unfortunately, gets capped. And basically no one is stoked that Mare solved this case. Like, she, she like, they kind of acknowledge that, like, she got some credit. Oh, that's the other thing I forgot to mention. Of course they throw in a thing that gets her suspended. So she's, like, off the case, quote-unquote. And she's, like, working on it off the case because it's the biggest trope of all time. And the problem with that is is that she suffers, like, zero repercussions from it. Normally, the thing is they keep catching her working on the case and like, you got to stop working on this case like you're really going to fuck up. And it's like a back and forth, back and forth. She just does it the whole time really casually and really easily with like zero effort. And it's like, why did you even need to suspend her from the case? You know, and it was technically because of another thread where like her 
dead son's drug addict baby mama. Sorry, it's hard. It's a lot of threads. Bigger family than me in this fucking show. Uh, She wants the baby back, so she planted drugs on her, but she instantly got caught planting the drugs. And so she's on suspension. And it's just like, okay. And literally nothing else comes of it. Again, like I said, yeah, she's technically suspended. She gets back on the force. It doesn't affect her negatively in any other way. Doesn't affect the other chick negatively in any way. It was just useless. It was to like add a little bit of conflict that ends up not mattering at all. It's just a lot of things. It's like, why did we need to do this? They could. The thing is, like, we're going in the opposite direction of ideas that maybe start as a movie and get expanded into a show because. All the reasons. I mean, more episodes is just more money and more content, more writing. Again, content, that's the problem. Like, you want more. Not that this could have been a movie, but that's the thing. The idea of, like, oh, we should expand upon everything. Not everything does. Like, not every character needs to be, like, present and have their own story. Some people are a small part of the story. You know, and this show just like doesn't want that to be true. It wants everybody to have its own little thing. Like whatever happened. Like whenever, like eight years ago, when like the Netflix shows and like Atlanta, they started doing and like Master of None in Atlanta. I remember at like a similar time. It was like, oh, one episode's just the girls. One episode's a whole new perspective. Like, oh, isn't this a fresh, cool thing? And then you notice like, oh, Every show's doing this now. It's like trying to do that still. It's like we don't need to do this. You know? It's cool that they combined um, like the detective thing with like a soap opera-y family thing. It's just that it went too far. You know, if it could have... Because st- like the Jean Smart stuff with her daughter is great. Her daughter is Kate Winslet, sorry. And it works really well, and they're both great. But then, like, when you get into, like, neighboring families and, like, all of this, it wants to expand into this, like, big universe. Or, like, it wants to be The Wire, where, like, The Wire has 250 characters. It just doesn't have the chops for it. It's just overly ambitious is its biggest flaw. You know what I mean? Um, They have a plot line with, like, a priest with a questionable past. Um, And they try to make him, like, maybe the murderer. But again, like, they do it, like, half-assed and not really that convincingly. So you're not that interested in it. And then the reveal is, like, oh, yeah, he's actually not that bad of a guy. And it's like, oh, all right. Well, did we need to even have him be in the show? You know, like, they're trying to do a thing where it adds depth. Like, oh, he he was friends with the girl who died. And that's a thing because blah 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 but they just don't really go down that path that much like they do a thing where they just like kind of mention stuff and it's supposed to like carry weight I guess and then they don't really act on it and yeah I don't I don't know how to explain it but anyway so they slowly reveal through time again with like the kids withholding information. They kind of just start slowly revealing stuff. And then 
they find out that there's like a bunch of these girls are just like trying to be hookers for money. The girl that died needs it for surgery for her baby because nobody will help her because everybody's terrible. And then you reveal that it's like incestuous and then this and this. And then they solve again. The other girls are chained up. They just solve it. Nobody cares. And then they find out that the teen girl murder was an incestuous thing from the friend whose daughter has Down syndrome and the son beat the guy up, right? The dad cheats, but he also cheats with his cousin's daughter, who is the girl that got murdered, and that's whose baby it is, right? So it's like, oh my God, that's crazy. Small town Midwestern incest scandal, probably a thing, right? And that's a crazy big reveal because they also like slightly misdirect you that it's his brother, but they like do it with a pretty open hand and you're like, oh, no, it's him. But they try to pull it. And then there's another episode and this is the problem. And then they try to pull it like, oh, wait, double twist. It was actually their kid. And it's like, oh, that's very underwhelming and stupid. <laughs> and the whole last episode was a shit show. And I was really excited for it. I watched all of these direct, so I wasn't keeping up week by week. I went front to back. (laughs) I started at like 4 o'clock to line up so the last episode would be out by the time I catch up. And the last episode was just awful. They just reveal like, oh, it was actually like a 12-year-old kid who's dumb. He's just so dumb that he killed a girl. And it's like, oh, that's what this whole thing was? You guys really should have like wrapped this up first and then leaned into finding the other guy and made that way more intense because they literally just go up to this guy's house who is he keeps women hostage in his home and he just lets the police in because they ask you can say no you know what i mean like how many times have we seen in a detective thing where they question the killer and then they leave And it's like, fuck, come on, guys, that was him, that was him. But no, it just, like, wrapped up pretty quick. It's like, oh, all right, guess that's it. And that's the biggest thing that I have to say about this show, is that it opened up a lot of cans of worms, and it caught a couple of fish. Because the guy who was misleading, who thought he was the baby daddy of the girl that got murdered, who was just, he was just a monster. But then they're like, oh, wait, he has a soft side. Right? Because he helps jump his baby mama. He then, like, disowns the kid upon finding out it's not his. He then puts a gun in her best friend's face because they don't want to reveal the truth so that the baby can keep being cared for because he then has a change of heart and is like, okay, we should take care of this kid. He then gets it. It takes his baby mama being murdered and him finding out he's not the dad to realize, oh, we should take care of this kid. That makes sense. But yeah, he basically like runs around like a menace. He like is kind of the Bobby Briggs, but not really because Bobby Briggs is a great man. He was just troubled. Big Bobby Briggs guy. It's tough at first, but he only succeeds over time, especially season three. And yeah, like the daughter eventually just moves the... Berkeley, she just gets into Berkeley. 
just goes well. Everything just goes well. Her life's just great. And there's never a question about money. Nobody's like, how are you going to afford it? Nope. Like, this daughter is like a, the greatest daughter in the history of everything. Terrible character. Um, yeah, and then at the end they reveal that, like, she had been dating that guy, but then he leaves her. And it's like, okay, was I supposed to be emotionally invested? The guy hasn't been in, like, the last three episodes, and we haven't even seen them interact. So it's like, why even include this? So that's dumb. And it just keeps going. Like, they, they wrap up all these things by it all just being like, this is... This is how it is. Everything's squeaky clean now. Because, like, Mare went to therapy. Like, that's that's the big emotional thing. Mare, like, gets bullied into therapy because of her suspension. And it just works. Problem solved. Everything's good now. And it's like, wait, so the lesson from this show was, like, go to therapy? I don't know. It's just like, what? I don't understand. There was such mixed messages and, like, I don't know what they want you to take away from it. Again, thoroughly entertained. Like, it's just weird that it's, like, uh, it has this, like, critical acclaim and I was just expecting this, like, detective, like, prestige thriller drama. And instead it's, like, a... I don't know. A, ho- a really high quality soap. It's like a high quality HBO soap opera. You know, like with detective stuff. Like that's the back setting of it. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I left a bunch of stuff out too. But like, I don't know. I like some of the things that it's going for, you know, and that it's trying to showcase. All these things. But it's just too much. It just tries to do way too much. I don't know. Maybe watching it all at once really. Threw me off. Um, but like most of the acting throughout it is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. Like it's shot really well. The music's good. Like Kate Winslet is through the roof this entire time. Her like her the biggest flaw of her performance is it's just her fault for being that beautiful. And like the you know what I mean? So it's just crazy that she would be that beautiful and nobody would really care. Ever. <laughs> or that she would just be like still that hot. I don't know. I guess I just wanted to gripe about it. Because <laughs> I didn't say a lot of good things. But I mean, yeah, so like if you're interested in the thing, it's like, oh, these people are doing all this shady stuff. And it's like, uh, the old people were going to call. That's There's like neighbors who have a camera and there's like jokes in there and we call back to it. But it's like the payoff of their callbacks aren't great because they're never presented in a great way. So it's like I'm not invested in th- you get invested in the things that they don't care about and they want you to be invested in random shit. It's like they don't even know what the important parts are of their own story. If that makes sense. I don't know. I wonder if anybody agrees with me. 
Because it kind of just seems like this is just getting like super love. And it's like, yeah, I love Kate Winslet. She's great, but I don't know. That ending was horrific. That's where Dexter came up. I just didn't want to admit it. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, the kid's in jail. Look at him thriving now. And it's like, this is so stupid. <laughs> this doesn't make any fucking sense. It's like, look at the positive impact being in juvie has on this kid after murdering somebody. It was just wild. I don't know. But, uh, Kate Winslet, just what a dream. I absolutely love it. And, like, the suspense parts, again, like, I don't, I really only don't like the more dramatic parts because they are just so all over the place. The actual suspense and thriller elements of this show are top-notch. Like, so don't get me wrong, like, come for that, stay for some corny shit, and... I don't know, try to uh, leave the room and make food while the daughter and her relationship stuff is going on because it serves no purpose and it's just agony because she's not a great actor and the, the dialogue, that's the biggest problem though. The dialogue that is given for them, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy to perform. There's just no hope. Like, when have you ever had a conversation with someone you're dating where you're like, Okay, so they she was like, I don't know if I want to go to Berkeley. I don't want to leave you. And she's like, don't make decisions because of me. Like, you should live your life. You know, you're a kid who should go to college, right? And she's like, look, girl, I like you. You're smart. You're funny. The sex is good. And she's like, who is talking to people like this? Like, you're just listing all the things. You know what I mean? She's like, the most generic, lame writing you could ever think of for those scenes. But then they were able to come up with all these intricate other little plot lines for the crime, like all these layers that were missing in the journals and the secrets and the whatever, right? Just I just don't get why that was even in there. You know? Like, why couldn't Mare have been a lesbian? Then that's interesting. I guess she can't have a bunch of kids then. Well, she could. Anybody can be anything. Men can have kids. Don't forget that. Uh, but you know what I mean? It's just like somebody else could have had that story and like have a sad life. It's just like it glorified. I don't know. I don't need to harp on just that one part. But that plot line is so bad. Anyway, watch Maravie's Town. That was me dragging on it <laughs> for a while, ruining the show. I don't know. Let me know what you think. Rate, review, subscribe comment listen to my music buy some merch all linked below watch mayor of east town watch hacks though you want to see some good gene smart watch both a lot of good gene smart she what a year for gene smart that's all i gotta say and uh every year is a great year for kate winslet i love you kate winslet um only 45 years old. Which, considering I have watched her my entire life, you would think that she would be much older. But I guess that also adds up. 
at the same time. So that's that. I'm calfed up. So I don't know how that went. Hopefully it went well. If not, you know, we'll do better the next time. (laughs) This is Adam Pecora. Thanks for listening. But don't forget, I are fat. You are fat. We are fat. Calculator.